And welcome back. It is Frankie Boyer, Biz Talk Radio. Well, Shelley sued had a picture-perfect marriage. She was married to a high-powered banking executive, had three beautiful children. She was living the dream. Living the dream. And then the unthinkable, unimaginable, and unexpected happened. And Shelley is with us today. And Shelley... What a story. What a story. Tell us a little bit about what happened to you and your family that one day that was so powerful in your life. So my husband, he filed for divorce uh, several years back, and I had no idea what was going on. It was literally like the wool had been pulled out from underneath me, the rug. And it, it was devastation. Um, you know, we had been married for 14, 15 years. And my understanding was we had a pretty strong marriage. And, you know, at that moment, there was a realization. And I understood what was happening suddenly, just out of the blue, that there was a mental illness. And this was more than just depression. This was more so a mood disorder, like bipolar disorder. So, you know, because it had to come to that. It was a very sad situation because at that point, my husband was not willing to get treatment because he was in a very severe manic phase. And when you're manic, you're just not receptive to getting any help whatsoever because you're euphoric and you feel wonderful. And, you know, you have all this bouts of creativity and also can be very abusive as well. So it's a very scary situation when, you know, you have all that security in your life and it's just gone one fine day. You had no clue that he was bipolar, not one ounce of a, of a clue? I think subconsciously I did. And I think there was an element of denial within my own mind because it was just, I think it was too much for me to face. And I had envisioned my life very differently. And, you know, I learned so many valuable lessons through this whole journey. And, you know, that's part of the reason why I had written my book. And, you know, it's it's going to be uh, out in Hollywood with Hollywood producers and film because I want people to understand that it's important to get past that stigma and recognize this illness when it happens and be able to see those signs and, you know, get the treatment early. Uh, what's the book called? Untethered. And so this was this would be a very sad story, but you didn't allow it to end that way. And and share with us the steps and what you had to go through as a mother and a wife to save your husband and to save your marriage. So, you know, I had to go really with the path of highest resistance. And and when I say that, I mean that there was nobody, unfortunately, on my side. I had tried to get therapists on my side to recognize there was a disorder. I had tried to get his psychiatrist on my side, um, family members. There was just nobody who was supportive, and it was very difficult. So I, I would go and beg doctors 
you know, I talked to the lawyers to file motion after motion. When the divorce was taking place, I tried to use the legal system to my advantage to help my husband to, you know, protect my children. It, it was a devastating thing. And ultimately, you know, he came to me after a year and a half, finally, and, you know, he had reached that depression, which I knew was going to happen. So you can imagine, you know, it's a roller coaster and, you know, the roller coaster is going to end very badly. You know, it's going to steer off course, but you can't prevent it from happening. So right. the moment I relinquished that control was the moment that he lost his job. Like I predicted, he fell into a huge depression and, and a very, very severe depression because he had electroconvulsive therapy and it was basically, it was untreatable at that point. So wow. that was the moment where That's... he had sort of his epiphany was more lucid and understanding how could I have done this to, you know, such a person who has supported me. And I think he was overwhelmed that I was still there. Right. And your whole life changed though, your profession, everything in your life changed when this started to happen. Yes. And you started to realize that your own self-care was at jeopardy as well, and that you needed to heal from your own traumas. Mm -hmm. Share a little bit about that. So, yeah, it was a long healing journey. And, you know, anybody who says that this is overnight, it's not true at all. Um, You know, when my husband and I got back together, we were focused more on his health and his recovery and how he was doing. So I pushed myself aside, probably not the best idea, but we kind of just had to focus on that, focus on repairing the marriage, focus on my children's health. So I kind of came last at that point, but there was just no way we could handle all of it. Ultimately, you know, I started searching for myself, searching for my purpose. When I helped save my husband's life, I had an epiphany and, you know, I, I realized I wanted to go into healthcare because I knew that that was something, you know, I could give back to society and I could help other people. And it was such an incredible feeling to be able to help other human beings with, you know, their suffering and be able to improve their quality of life that I went into regenerative medicine and launched a company. So, you know, I started meditating. I started, you know, learning about how that works. I started learning about quantum healing, uh, the mind-body connection, and, you know, how there's a shift in your consciousness can really produce a change in your physical body. Because at that point, you know, my blood pressure was skyrocketing. I had adrenal failure, fatigue. So I I was kind of a hot mess (laughs) at that point in time, physically and emotionally. And... Shelly, your husband finally did get some help, but but I, I think this is an industry, interesting story on so many fronts, but look at how we as a country just cannot handle mental illness. It's so sad. It saddens me. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's really a sad situation, and 40% of adults, you know, have suffered from mental illness and mental health disorders right now after COVID-19 and the pandemic occurred. So it's even more obvious and our children are suffering as well. There's more mental illness and it's it's a very sad situation because we're we're not at the point where we're really treating it like a physical ailment. You know, we're, we're not the same as, you know, we don't treat a spouse or a friend's 
cardiac problem or heart condition the same way we would treat somebody with bipolar disorder or schizophrenia or, you know, depression. Yes. So we're getting there, yes. but it's a very, it's, we're not there yet. What do you think we need to do? Let's talk about what what would someone do if they're listening to this conversation with you, with, with us today? What would you recommend? What's the first few steps that you have to take? One of the most important steps is to really understand what's going on and educate yourself. You know, like if your loved one has depression, let's say, and they're going to a therapist, are, are you involved in their therapy sessions periodically? Do you know what's going on? I mean, I'm not talking about being invasive or constantly micromanaging them, but do you have an understanding of what's happening? That's very important. You know, the, the laws are such where we can't talk directly to psychiatrists or uh, psychologist. So it's very important to be able to have that opening, those documents signed, legal documents. So you do have that opportunity. So if your husband or spouse or whoever becomes manic, you have that opportunity to speak with them. Yes. Yes. And it, it has been several years. And how is your husband doing today? He He's doing, he's doing well. He's doing well. You know, I mean, it's, it's not something that's curable by any means, you know, it, it's more of a management, but he is, he is doing well. And how are you doing? I'm doing well myself too, actually. Yeah. I mean, I, I, th I feel like I'm living the best life I can live and, you know, I'm enjoying every minute of it with my company that's been around for several years now and my children are getting older and have really healed and recovered from the trauma. And, and now it's just, you know, when we look back at what happened, we kind of, we kind of laugh. I mean, it sounds kind of strange to say that, but sometimes when you have so much trauma, like some of the ways you deal with it is through laughter and through jokes. I know that we don't have a whole lot of time, but, but the book is going to become a movie. And how can people find out more about you and your company? Please give us the website. They can visit uh, Shelly Sood, S-H-E-L-L-Y-S-O-O-D.com, or they can visit Geostar, G-I-O-S-T-A-R, Chicago.com. That's GeostarChicago.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing such an important story, especially this time of the year, and to give people hope because you're filled with it today, and we're so grateful you were here. And we will take a quick break and be back in a moment. This is Frankie Boyer, BizTalk Radio. Radio. 